The 1-8 Arizona Cardinals are set to get their starting quarterback, Kyler Murray, back. And the question on everyone's mind is why. We got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, football fans, and welcome in to another episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast breaking down all the biggest stories from around the National Football League, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, to all you everydayers out there making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget you can subscribe and follow always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, so you never miss the latest episodes. And it is Tuesday. So you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on your favorite social media. Myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola, both your NFL experts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We appreciate you very much for being here with us. Today's episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more, and you can do so right now because new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. On today's episode of Locked NFL, Luke and I are going to be taking you through our yike and our like, starting with a big question. Are the Houston Texans real? Like really real. We're going to be taking a look at more quarterback news from around the league, starting off as well with the biggest quarterback news around the NFL. And that kind of leads us to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Luke, the Arizona Cardinals are expecting to get, barring any setbacks, Kyler Murray back as their starting quarterback. But one must ask at one and eight, why? Why do this? We are taking the franchise and putting him in harm's way for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) You're in line for a number one overall selection to potentially help Kyler Murray next year. Are are, are they going with Kyler Murray next year? Because if not, this is the uh, showcase showdown, right? Like that must be what it is. That's what I'm feeling. Uh, I mean, look, they're not. I bet if you ask people inside Arizona, they go, what do you mean? We're just going to try to run the table, go nine and eight, sneak into the playoffs. That's right. what we're, that's where we're at right now. We need Kyler Murray to do that. Like that's the mentality until you're like mathematically eliminated. The mentality has to be that. And if you don't buy into that, you're doomed. Like yeah. the second you go, ah, I don't know, maybe are we really good, good enough to make the playoff? Like the second you start questioning it, you're cooked. You might as well go yeah. home. So you know what sure. I, I, oh. I get it. Like being in the NFL, requires you to just totally detach yourself from that part of reality. So yeah. I kind of get it. You just have to look at a one and eight team and be like, yeah, no, we can do this. That's like, you just have to believe it. So, okay, sure. Bring them back. I mean, they, of course they're going to get better. It's better than, than what they saw this week with Clayton tune. We can all just forget about that. Hopefully. <laughs> you know what I think, you know what I really love about it, honestly, and, and, you know, we could have like the sarcastic stuff and have fun with it and stuff like that. But like the thing that I actually really love about this is Kyler Murray himself. All of the question marks about like how dedicated he is to the NFL. Should he have gone to the MLB? Was he thinking about going to the MLB? The love of video games over, you know, oh, he likes the video games, boy, he likes the NFL, all this other stuff. And here he comes coming off of injury, ready to start for a team that is one and eight. Coming in and saying, nope, I'm your starter. 
Like I actually yeah. appreciate. I'm just gonna that go grind like, for this. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I love that from Kyler Murray's perspective, considering all of the narratives that have been around mm. him and the lack of dedication or, or yeah, whatever, the work right? Ethic not or whatever. Yeah, not studying tape. They put that clause in his contract, all that crap, and now here he is saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll come out here and start for this one and eight dumpster fire of a team." You dang right, I'll do it with a brand new coach and you know all these other things. I, I love this part of it. That that aspect of it for Kyler Murray, uh, as as you look at this opportunity for him to come out and start. Yeah, I, I guess if I'm a Cardinals fan, what am I looking for? Like that's the question. Mm. I think that's why it's so like it feels so nihilistic. It's like, do you do you want him to win a bunch? Do you want him to like? For me, I'm never going to be like I want him to lose for draft position. I think that's overrated. Yeah. That's just a personal philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people disagree with me. Sure, whatever. Uh, but I don't know, like, am I looking for Kyler Murray to like play really well? Or are you looking for Kyler Murray to just play well enough to be trade bait for someone so that we can go draft Caleb Williams with our number one overall pick? Is that what we're doing? Um, I don't know. Like, I know Alex Clancy at Locked On Cardinals very much believes that the organ the, the Cardinals organization has failed Kyler Murray and not the other way around. Yep. So are you looking for Kyler Murray to step in and say, no, let's like win six of these last eight? And yeah, we're not going to make the playoffs. And yeah, that's going to torture our draft position. But then at least we'll know we got something here. Yeah. And yeah, you're not going to be in QB position. But if you win six of the last eight with Kyler Murray, you're kind of ready to keep going with Kyler Murray. Maybe that's what you want from Arizona. Yeah. And you're in good position after that to build around Kyler Murray so that maybe the organization can stop failing Kyler Murray, right? Like to to an extent, this is Kyler Murray competing with the number one overall pick. In a way, yes. right? So where if he goes out there and he can play them out of that position, then he will deserve to still be the quarterback as opposed to who that first overall pick can be. And then walk out of it at, let's say, like 6 and 11, uh, you know, 7 and 10, whatever, and still be in the probably top half of the draft in an mm-hmm. opportunity for you to be able to go out there and grab another, you know, a new number one receiver for for the young guy or help yeah. the offense. They're still good players support. at 12. Like, that's yes. fine. A hundred percent. And so I, I think that that's maybe the mentality for a Kyler Murray in this one. And I think that there's a little bit of, this is a little bit of a hush opportunity for him too, right? To shut sure. up all of the critics, the critics to, to hush all of the haters or whatever, and get them to a point where it's like, yeah, okay, well then the, you know, then there was that time that Kyler Murray came back from injury nine games into a season with a one win team and then led them to six more wins before the season was over. Like that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, like think talking it out, there are kind of some stakes here for the Cardinals where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not about playoff position or draft position or anything like that. It's about proving that they don't need to go enter the QB market. Cause the nightmare scenario for the Cardinals is that you'll, you know, you win two more games from here on out. You draft second overall, and then the guy busts and yep. you traded away Kyler Murray, and then the guy sucks. And now you're like all the way back in in you know QB hell where you're yeah. you're looking at like well what's Mitch Trubisky up to can we do a bridge quarterback while we draft the next oh, guy boy. That, it, like you're going you're doing that right you don't want to yeah. be that team that's going wait we have we don't like our quarterback what do we do you don't want to be there and there is a world where Arizona navigates their way into just not having anybody in you know two three years if they draft the wrong guy. That's always the risk when you're going, but yeah, but what about draft position and the number one overall pick? All right. But what if that dude sucks? Like there's right. a chance, right? What if Caleb Williams just doesn't translate to the NFL? 
real possibility of that. It's a real, real possibility. possibility. Like he he's he's a downfield guy, loves to push the ball downfield, doesn't throw yeah, short, doesn't 10 throw second the pocket kind of dude. That's Saturday right. football. Right. There's a chance that like that doesn't actually work in the NFL, but you know Kyler Murray does. You've seen it. So there's yeah. gotta be we've seen him play at an MVP level. Yeah. A, a couple years ago. But if 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 you know we're gonna listen to locked on Cardinals, which recommend that you do for yeah. this sort of thing. Uh, they the the Cardinals organization fell apart around him, but if they can put something serious around him, we haven't really seen that. We haven't yeah. really seen Kyler Murray with with a serious team around him, except yeah. the first half of twenty twenty one, where they looked like one of the better teams in the league, and then they collapsed down the stretch because of uh, we'll go with other stuff. Yes, <laughs> that's a very very good way to put it. Very it's very political. diplomatic. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe there's some hope on the way for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, one organization that doesn't look like they have a lot of hope right now is the New England. Is New England? Well, the New England well. Patriots. That is true. <laughs> but I was gonna say, I was gonna say the New York Giants. Things not going well for them right now. Daniel Jones out for the season. Where do they go next? And uh, we're gonna take a look at some more quarterback news from around the NFL as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day today's episode is brought to you by prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy made easy and it's not daily fantasy that you might be familiar with you're not putting together a whole lineup and entering a pool of six thousand other people it's just you versus the house prize picks has their projections for various players in terms of yards uh fantasy points that kind of thing and you just say more than or less than now the basketball season is up they've got that for basketball too and you can even combo stuff which i think is really fun you can say, you know, Travis Kelsey receptions and LeBron James three-pointers uh, will be more than or less than six and a half combined. Um, you can go make that kind of entry or you can go do the classic thing as well. Pick two to six of your favorites, smash them all together to increase your payout. And if you go right now to prizepicks.com slash NFL and sign up, you can get a first deposit match up to $100. So put in a hundred bucks, they'll slap a hundred bucks right on top of that, or just use code locked on NFL. When you do that, you can do that in the app as well. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL or code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100 price picks daily fantasy made easy. All right, everybody, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. Appreciate all you everydayers out there. Make a Locked On NFL your first lesson of the day every day. Hey, don't forget, across every one of our Locked On NFL YouTube pages, we do our live NFL kickoff show here on Locked On. Recap Thursday Night Football. Get you ready for the weekend. An exhilarating Thursday Night Football matchup this weekend. Or this week. The Bears and the Panthers. Can't wait for that one. Um, burner. Should Speaking be, of things that I'm going to need prize picks to get through. <laughs> should be just as fun as the Chargers beating the Giants or the Jets. Congratulations. Um, Which is, <laughs> that was the game for Monday night. Was not yep, that great. That's a, a New York team sure did play a game of football. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so you can check out Locked on NFL kickoff live 2 p.m. Eastern time across your favorite local NFL show here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, so quarterback news across the NFL has been wild so far mm -hmm. this season, and that did not change coming out of week nine. Let's start off with one of those New York teams, the New York Giants with Daniel Jones out for the season with an ACL injury. Terod Taylor already on injured reserve for the time being means that they're going to turn 
to their rookie quarterback out of Rutgers moving forward. Is there anything that can go right for the New York Giants this season? It feels like they're going to have some big questions to answer this offseason. Do they? Like, I, they can't, they're not going to bail on Daniel Jones. They just signed him to a big extension. They made a commitment. I, I, they're, I, they got to stick with it. Yeah, I think you got to stick with him, but I'm wondering what the conversation is around Brian Dable right now. I'm wondering what the conversation well, is around that, Mike Kafka, their offensive coordinator right now. Like, that is not a well coached team, like, let alone the health. It's not a well coached team right now. And I think there are going to be some big conversations there. But here's the thing we talk about um, Arizona potentially playing themselves out of the number one overall pick now that they've got Kyler Murray and why that could be a good thing. Right now, the New York Giants are set to pick top five. They might not need to move off of the Daniel Jones contract right now, but they have it out after the second year. Do you draft a quarterback in 2024 to be behind Daniel Jones and then get out of that Daniel Jones contract after the second year and move to your rookie or your your second I year mean, quarterback? I, like a lot of people will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, take that quarterback opportunity when you can. You know, the, the Cardinals took Kyler Murray when they had Josh Rosen and all that. Um but that's that, that, that doesn't happen a lot. Like if I'm a Giants fan, like if you're a Giants fan, don't get your hopes up for that. That's a pretty unorthodox mm -hmm. move. Um, ultimately, and I think this was a mistake. I, I think we said it was yeah, a yeah. mistake when it happened. Yep. The Giants looked at Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and Brian Dable and said, that can be an offense that wins a Super Bowl. We're buying it. And I don't think that after it goes belly up for one season, you can say you can give up on that. You made a commitment, right? You, you, you looked at that formula and said, long-term this can contend, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit of a prisoner of the moment thing where you look at that and say, well, we're, it's over. I personally, I would have never done that in the first place, but you're right. in it now, man. You got to give that the, the time and space it needs to breathe. Yeah. I, Even if just... things were going well, QB tears his ACL. Nobody's doing anything about that. Yeah, no, no, no. There's not, there's nothing you could do for that, but 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 wait until the next year. But but like they did give themselves an out after 2024 in their contract. Now that out still comes with 22 million dollars of dead cap, but probably by then that doesn't matter. Yeah, that right? won't when even feel that bad. TV deal, like all this other <laughs> stuff. Like that's yeah. not even gonna feel as you're not even gonna feel that at that point. But like they gave themselves the out. So I mean I, I don't think there's anything if you're wrong gonna, with starting to look at the alternatives or at least starting to get the alternative in line. I mean, look, you're always going to, you, you, you got a college scouting department. They'll be doing their jobs. Yeah. Um, and I think then if, if we're going to say that, if we're going to say, ah, eh, we're going to bail on this after two years, right? Well, after two years, right? So giants fans, mm -hmm. you still got one more to deal with one more. You're year not doing with. a lot about that. Right. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're going to do that, then you look at this year and next year's quarterbacks and you pick your favorite. Yeah. And then you, you, you line yourself up to get that guy. And if that means that, you know, your favorite guy is Bo Nix. Okay. Take Bo Nix. If he's your favorite guy in the next two years, and you think that dude's the truth, go get him or whoever Penix. I don't care. Uh, Caleb Williams, maybe he'll be in line to, to draft him. Yeah. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see. And of course, Patricia trainer over at locked on giants is going to be uh, going through, but I, I'm excited to see the giants off season. I, I want to see how they, I want to see how they handle this. It, it could be very, very, very interesting. Very, 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 very quickly. Um, Quick story on another quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay said after the Rams lost to the Green Bay Packers this weekend that they are optimistic that they might get Matthew Stafford back after, uh, if he's got a thumb injury, after the bye week. So they go into the bye week here in week 10. 
there's a chance that before week or that going back into week 11, that Matthew Stafford could be back on the field for the Los Angeles Rams, which would be big for them as they continue to look to contend within the NFC West. But one of the best quarterback stories to come out of the NFL this week came from Luke's old team, the Minnesota Vikings. The Josh stupid Dobbs, dumb Vikings. <laughs> the Josh Dobbs legacy game. Give us just a quick synopsis of like what the hell happened. Yeah, so if you're out of the loop, uh, Kirk Cousins tears his, his Achilles uh, last week. The Vikings trade for Josh Dobbs. He he flies in on Wednesday. There's absolutely no expectation that he's going to play. They're going to go with Jaron Hall, Josh Dobbs. You go learn the playbook. You know, we'll bring you along at a speed that's at least reasonable, but we're still probably bringing him along pretty quick because he's got to be the backup quarterback. Well, Jaron Hall gets 11 plays in and gets concussed. Oh. Josh, you're out there. Good luck. <laughs> and See he you, doesn't know anything. It just in trying to understand the game plan, that was his only focus. So he didn't learn the language at all. He didn't learn the names of his teammates. He's living out of a suitcase and throwing to dudes who he has not yet met. Like he's like literally introducing himself in the huddle. Uh, so to put this all together, Kevin O'Connell is essentially giving him the play call. Says this is the play call. Just repeat these words to the huddle because they'll all know what it means. So he repeats those words to the huddle. He's asking in the huddle, like, hey, Jordan Addison, rookie receiver, uh, this said smack. What does that mean? <laughs> What's happening on the left side? And and so receivers are like explaining play calls to him in the huddle. The huddle will break, and they're trying to break the huddle fast so that in the fifth, so that before the hel- the headset cuts off at 15 seconds, O'Connell still has time to tell him, like, yeah, right. So we're so this is this means four verticals. Your progression, and, and yeah. You got the high low on the right, like just like saying that and like literally. He called it like an install on the fly. Yeah. All of this leads to utterly catastrophic offensive tape, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, dudes are not running the right routes yet. Like he's, he's reading stuff out sometimes, which is insane, but yeah. there was a lot of just Josh Dobbs looking downfield saying, I don't really get it. And hooping <laughs> just like running around, creating, playing schoolyard. Um, but they managed to squeak a win out of that. Josh Dobbs did manage to actually like execute some concepts that way. Uh, and the, like the legend of this game just keeps growing as we learn about like, yeah, like he's on the sideline after the win and everybody's like, great job, Josh, like high-fiving him and stuff. It's like, there's no chance he knows who those people are. He's just (laughs) high-fiving strangers. Like it's unbelievable. He literally didn't know like they, the, the offensive line was going over, like he was literally practicing snaps with uh garrett bradbury before he had to go in and the whole o-line is standing around him so they can hear his snap cadence for the first time yep our our friends over at uh kare in in minneapolis had the video of that over on the sideline it's 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 nuts yeah it's wild it is bananas absolutely insane yeah and so now with Jaron Hall being concussed or, or dealing yeah. with a concussion, very unlikely that he plays this week against the Saints. So that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So Josh Dobbs in line, at least to at least get the first team reps throughout the week, very yeah. likely to start against the New Orleans. Saints and, and then he'll have a chance to kind of take the job that I think they right now, Jaron Hall has the starting job. But hey, if Do- Josh Dobbs balls out. We got to have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a very fun week t- weekend to watch in uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> be I'll be weird. there to see it up close and personal. All right. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but what a cool story. <laughs> what a cool story. And speaking of cool stories, the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud, kind of a cool story. And uh, and Luke's got some thoughts on it. We're going to get into that as we get to our yike and our like to close out today's show here on Locked in NFL, part of Locked Podcast Network, your team every day.
Thank you to the sponsor of today's episode, which is FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book for a reason, and that's because they are always doing things to help set you up if you are new. It's a very welcoming place to go uh, bet on football, basketball, baseball. We are in the kind of golden era of... Uh, or we we yeah we're we've got three of the major men's sports in season and we just finished with baseball. You can find spreads, player props, over unders, all kinds of stuff on FanDuel. And right now, if you are new, you can get 150 bucks in bonus bets. All you got to do is win any five dollar money line bet. So you can go bet on the biggest favorite of the week money line bet. Put five bucks on it. If you win, you get 150 back. So in in bonus bets, you can think of it as almost like a 30 to one on the heaviest favorite of the week. So go sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim that that's fanduel.com slash locked on for $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Once again, that is fanduel.com slash locked on official partner of the NFL. All right, everybody wrapping up today's episode of locked on NFL as we do every Tuesday with our yike and our like on the week. Uh, Luke, let's start off with some positivity here. The like, what you liking about these Houston Texans right now? Man, Texans fans need this. Boy, yeah. did, are they just owed by the universe some joy. The Texans, CJ Stroud against a really tight Buccaneers defense. That is no slouch of a unit. Yep. Tossing five touchdowns, including a heroic game winner. It really feels like a coming out party for a rookie quarterback in Houston. And considering how set up it felt just a few years ago with Deshaun Watson before everything went down. Yep. Um, for Texans fans who didn't ask for any of that, right? They don't. Right. They didn't want to ask to reconcile with uh, all of that drama, all of the off-field yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. all the Jack Easterby stuff. Not to mention oh, like gosh, the allegations about all that. Texans fans Easterby didn't ask stuff. for any of that, right? <laughs> yeah. They're just football fans in Houston. So to get somebody like CJ Stroud, who not only lights up the Buccaneers, gets the Texans a win, they're at four and four. They're only two games back from Jacksonville in the AFC South and actually able to make a push there. Then he gets up on the podium, talks about prison reform. I love this kid. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm set on CJ Stroud for life. Go Texans. CJ Stroud, I'm proud to say, was my QB one going into, into Same. this season. Not Bryce Same. Young. Uh, no, no shade of Bryce Young. No, I think Bryce Young can be a good quarterback too, but CJ Stroud was yeah. so clearly to me, the guy It's such a good pairing with a guy like D'Amico Ryans as well. Like it's awesome. It's really, really good. And, and, and the fact of the matter is that like the Texans are real, man. And like, maybe they might not end up, maybe that reality might not fully set in this year. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. There's a lot of games left in this year between them and the Jags and the Colts to see how all of it ends up shaking out. But goodness gracious, is he the right guy for that job long-term? There, there's exactly. no doubt to me. And, and no now you like, it feels like there's something to build around in Houston. Yeah. You know, it, it felt so long. Like Houston was just this place that like one year deal veterans went to die. Right. And now it's like, no, you go to Houston because you're there for CJ Stroud and you're going to go catch passes from him. Or you're going to yep. go be on a defense and, you know, get him the ball. Like I, I, I love that. It feels like Houston can have an identity again. And that identity yep. is CJ Stroud. It rocks. Yep. I love it. I love it. And then you got Bobby Sloak over there introducing the the wide zone man run type situations that they do with some of the man run that's that's uh, mixed in. I, I love I love what 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 uh, Houston's doing. 
Um, all right, my like for this week goes to Las Vegas. Ah, I just love that Las Vegas fires coaches and then wins games. This is just who they are. <laughs> this is what they do. The Raiders, they get a coach interim that they're Kings. super excited about. They fire them. They appoint an interim, and then that interim goes out there and beats the other team. Now, I know. I know they beat the Giants, but just the audacity to beat Tommy DeVito and the Giants. Yes, Tommy DeVito. Um, and then walk into the locker room and light up stogies? I'm all about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love We love that a vibe. Attitude. I love a vibe. Yes. We yes. got to love as, a vibe. As an LSU football truther as well, I oh, I have a mad I've got mad respect for a, for for a cigar smoking in the locker room there you know is. you're not supposed to do that. You know you're not supposed to. Do that. Uh <laughs> what's your what's your yike for the week, bud? My yike, we've already talked about it a little bit. Um mm -hmm. bleak moment for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking it out, I've, I've softened a little bit, just talking it out in the first segment, but like, man, to trade away Josh Dobbs and feel like, you know, oh, we're sellers at the deadline. We're, we're good on this season, right? That's basically what that says to all of your players is we're good right. on this season. And then you go get blanked by the Cleveland Browns. Ugh. Like, oh, that like, it just feels so bad to go get blanked. Like shut out, you know, like it's yeah. one thing to just lose every game 27 to 13 and feel like, ah, whatever. We're kind of just sleepwalking through this season. Everybody's done with it. Uh, but man, to not even get on the board is yeah. such a bleak thing. This horrific performance from Clayton Toon. Uh, it's one thing to look in the abstract and say, well, you know, we'll get our draft picks and we'll set up for next year. It's another thing to have to endure it. Yeah. It's hard to go through 60 minutes and not score. That's that sucks. Like, yeah. yike, it's, there are bad teams in the league getting blanked is different. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of, one of, I believe six rookie quarterbacks starting this week, um, over there, Clayton tune. And it, it didn't work out for him. Didn't work out for most of them. Uh, technically it worked out for Jaron Reed. Technically started the game. They won the game. Therefore he gets the QB win. And then of course, uh, CJ Stroud, who we just highlighted, mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's another reason for the Kyler Murray thing, by the way, is like it's another way to show like, hey, traded away. Joshua Dodd said that we're good on the season. And then Kyler Murray comes back and it's like, hey, but we're not giving up on the rest of the roster. I don't know. It's just it, yeah. It, it, there, there, there's I, there. I, 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 yeah, there's a ham sandwich thing to it. This is what I say. It's you put a ham sandwich on the line. NFL players are going to play that game like it's a Super Bowl. It's just yep. who they are. Yep. You don't get here without having that mentality. So 100 percent. If you're preparing for the Cardinals, don't expect them to roll over. Yeah. Um, my yike goes to, uh, my stupid, dumb dolphins, uh, by racial King, Mike Ross McDaniel. Jackson dolphins fan. <laughs> yeah. I, I came into this season. So hyped about the dolphins ready to go. Love Mike McDaniel. Love what these guys were doing all that. Let me, let me run this down for you. Uh, so far the Miami dolphins have beat the four and four chargers, the two and seven Patriots twice, the three and five Broncos, the two and seven. Giants and the one and seven Panthers. They have lost to the five and four Bills, eight and one Eagles, seven and two Chiefs. The formula is simple. The Dolphins right now can't beat winning teams. And that sucks because that team is so good, but <laughs> they are they might just be good because they played bad teams to start this. Are we season. doing this? Who do they have left? That's a winning team. The Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. Oh my god, that's how they end the season. Yeah, that's yeah. This might not be uh, important for a while. They got the Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, Jets. 
That's their you know next what five. it means. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The next five games are gonna be really, really happy about the Dolphins, and then they're gonna end up at the end of the season going up against the the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills, and then they're gonna lose their way into the playoffs. And I'm gonna be like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is how I want to see this Got go it. down. Uh, so I'd like to see the fortune change there. I'd like to see them beat one of those three teams at the end. But right now, uh, I'm yeah. a little bit worried about the Dolphins. I mean, and their ability. You, you got to beat winning teams. Playoffs. You got to beat the real teams in the playoffs, right? So having those three kind of going into it, that'll be good. Like test your metal, right? Go prove yep. that you can do it. And then you can buy in a little bit once you get into the real dance. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen teams before go in, lose the last three games right before the playoffs and then go in and, and like dominate in the playoffs. It happens. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's going to help their, their home field advantage in the playoffs too. Sometimes yeah. it's like, maybe you didn't earn it, but you get to play at home. Yep. Even yep. if it met, you beat a bunch of easy teams, no cupcakes yep. in the NFL. I'm all right with it. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. Thank you. You made me feel better about it. Yes, le- less yike, but still a little yike for me. Because <laughs> I want to I see them doing better. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. We appreciate you very much for being here for another episode of Locked on NFL and for being here, of course, uh, across the Locked on Podcast Network. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to have uh, Chris and James getting you ready with the biggest question, power rankings, all that good stuff. And, of course, uh, Luke and I will see you again in a week on Tuesday for Luke at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. I am Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on your favorite social media. We will see you here again next week here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.